Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on the on Twitter, Tim815, on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook Pre-Arb Excellence group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode, Alcantara, and catching up. And ask me questions if I was confusing. I haven't done a podcast on every Arizona Instructional League game. Perhaps I should, um, but I haven't. I'm trying to make sure that the important information, though, does get passed along. Today's game, uh, the Cubs played against the Rockies, and sometimes it's just better to flat out read what Arizona Phil said. And that's what I'm going to do. Perhaps you've read it and it's like, Tim, I already know all this stuff. I already have a committed memory. Well, congratulations. Rockies 2021. Oh, Rockies victory at Riverview strictly Kafkaesque. Rockies 2021 first round draft pick Benny Montgomery drilled a two run single and scored a run to highlight a three run inning. Rockies 2021 eighth-round draft pick Robbie Martin ripped a two-run single in a two-run seventh. And right-handed starting pitcher Cullen Kafka, Rockies 2021 ninth-round pick, tossed two innings of no-hit, no-run ball and combined with five relievers on a five-hitter, helping the Rockies defeat the Cubs 5-3 in Arizona League action. Friday afternoon on field one in the Riverview Complex in Mesa, Arizona. Um, Kevin Alcantara tripled, walked, and scored two runs. And Peter Matt, hold that thought, laced a two-run single, walked, and stole a base for the Cubs in a losing cause. The game was a pre-planned seven-inning contest. The Rockies canceled yesterday's game at Salt River Fields because they didn't have enough pitchers available to play a game. I will read that last sentence again in case you were off getting some iced tea or something. The Rockies canceled Thursday's game because they didn't have enough pitchers to play a game. Okay, Um, make sure you have enough pitchers to play games, because if you don't have enough pitchers to play games, you can't play games, and games won't get played, and you can't develop players. Okay, a bit on the Rockies angle of things. I know you're probably not a whole lot interested in the Rockies, but still, there are a couple things to notice. Rockies 2021 first-round pick Benny Montgomery. Rockies 2021 eighth-round draft pick Robbie Martin. Rockies 2021 ninth-round pick Colin Kafka. (coughs) Instructional League is very often for recent draft picks. Not just with the Cubs with other teams. Those are players who are generally going to get steady looks in the uh, instructs because that's what the league is generally for. You're trying to get players used to being professional players and who is more likely to benefit from getting used to being professional players than people who weren't professional players in May. Then they were in college then they were in high school, now they're professionals. Teams want to get extra looks at their players. Okay, now, uh, here's the abridged box score. 
Cubs players only. I'll go through the whole list and now toss in a little here's and there's if there's anything appropriate. Kevin Alcantara, right field, one for three, strikeout walk, ground out to second, triple, two runs. Kevin Alcantara hitting leadoff in an Instructs game. Few things make me happier when it comes to Instructs games. Love seeing Kevin Alcantara get some swings. Right field, center field, don't really care. Just get him out there, get him playing. Ezekiel Pagan, one for four, a double RBI. Boy, I really wish he had gotten more swings this year, but there just weren't teams. There just weren't teams. Peter Matt, third base, one for three, F9, single, walk, grounder to second, two RBIs, stolen base. Peter Matt was the Cubs' 10th round draft pick. Let me see, do I still have that card around? Hmm, I'm going to have to readjust my cards a little bit. Um, he was a 10th round draft pick by the Cubs out of Duke by way of Pennsylvania in the Ivy League. And Peter Matt was considered a first baseman outfielder when he was drafted. And now as a professional in the Instructs League, where frankly, if you're going to, we want you to learn how to play right field. We want you to learn how to play third base. We want you to learn how to catch. We want you to learn how to do this other thing that you're not familiar with. We want you to learn to do that. This is the exact perfect league to do it because if he makes an error and he extends out an inning, at, nobody cares. It's really not all that important. Errors made in the instructional league really don't matter. Unless they lead to an injury, they really don't matter. Peter Matt playing at third base. He's already provided the Cubs scads of value by being drafted and signing for only a $5,000 bonus. Just him signing his name to that made it a whole lot more easy for the Cubs to sign Drew Gray, for the Cubs to sign James Triantos, for the Cubs to sign the entire batch of players that they signed, the players who signed for under slot. Matt being one of the two main ones. That he signed that contract helped the Cubs out immensely. Played some first base, played some outfield. Now they're sticking him at third base in Riverview in the Instructs League. If Peter Matt can even play a little shred of third base. Little shred. You know, you get... Imagine you're discussing a certain player. Uh, who who do we want to discuss? Okay, well, let's talk about uh, Patrick Wisdom. Let's let's talk Patrick Wisdom. You presumably know Patrick Wisdom. He's played third base. He's played a little bit of left field. He's played a little bit of right field. And he's played a little bit of first base. Right? He's a third baseman, but he's played a little bit of left field, a little bit of right field, and a little bit of first base. So now, if you're going to rank him in those positions and assess him as a defensive player uh, by how well he plays those positions. way I'd put it, he's a third baseman, left fielder, right fielder, first baseman. First baseman, least of all. And at some point it gets to a point where if a guy is so bad at a position, then that that position just fades away. So perhaps maybe even by now, 
Patrick Wisdom is a third baseman slash left fielder slash right fielder. Maybe he, maybe somebody will argue and say, oh, no, 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 no. Actually, he's better in right field than left field. And that could be the case. But let's say he, third base, left field, right field, first base. As long as he's still considered potentially somewhat, maybe a little bit, a first baseman, then the first baseman bit stays in there. But if it disappears and he's, no, he's too much of a danger to put a first base, we're not going to put him there. Then that disappears. Peter Matt, first baseman outfielder. I don't think he's a center fielder. You can put him in left. You can put him in right. I don't think he's particularly adept and fantastic at either one, especially since the Cubs already have a number of other players who are better in the outfield. Peter Matt, probably outfield, first base. But now if you're going to throw third base in there, and now all of a sudden, how good is he at third base? Is he usable? All of a sudden, if Peter Matt is a, I don't know how you want to put it, uh, first baseman, left fielder, third baseman, right fielder. Sound good? He's best at... He's best at first, can put him in left. After that, he's the third baseman, then right fielder. So first base, left field, third base, right fielder. I don't know. Maybe that's what he is. Maybe that's what he isn't. Uh, Haven't figured that one out yet. Arizona Phil has seen. I have not. I have unofficial uh, requests in in a couple of games when I've seen him in the box score. Um, I'm imagining that he hasn't seen enough of Matt to make up his mind because otherwise he'd give me a full answer. He would give me a full answer. But let's say, let's say, let's say Peter Matt has a good season next year in, let's put him in Myrtle Beach. Does well in Myrtle Beach as a first baseman. (coughs) First baseman, the DHs, plays a little bit of outfield and plays a little bit of third base. Plays a little bit of first base, a little bit of third base. You can see him at either spot. Not particularly great at either spot, but you can see him at either spot. Then some of you are going to say, but we already have Criantos, and we already have Preciado, and we already have, and we already have. But the point isn't necessarily, is Peter Matt going to play third base for the Chicago Cubs? At some point, at some point, Players are developed to get traded. If Peter Matt gets to the point where, you know what? He actually doesn't look that bad at third base. A team could probably use him there, and he hits just well enough. He could possibly be, and you could see how, if a player does well enough at a certain position, then perhaps, maybe, just maybe, just maybe, just maybe, he might get considered by another team when they're looking for a trade. And if there's somebody in your pipeline who another team is covetous of, that's what it boils to. It's not a matter of, do you want to trade him? It is, is the other team covetous of him? And you know what I mean by covetous. You know, <laughs> you're, you're, you're watching a movie, it's like, oh my goodness, that person looks incredible. That person looks so amazing. That's what I'm talking about. That's covetous. That's covetous. If someone is looking at Peter Matt and says, his game is absolutely sensational, I want our team to trade for Peter Matt, he's 6'2". Did he play any third base at all 
in college. I'm looking down. Played five games at third base at Pennsylvania in 2017. Uh, no, 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 not, not at, nothing at, um, nothing at Duke. At Duke, he was a right fielder, which is good. It indicates that the arm's probably strong enough to play third base. Um, Iowa, Iowa played DH. Myrtle Beach played six games at first. Myrtle Beach played eight games in right field, but no third base. They are trying to see is... Peter Matt good enough at third base to play third base as a professional, and we'll find out. Um, let's let's carry on. I, I've talked a bit about enough about uh, Peter Matt. Uh, Bryce Ball over three didn't walk. That's the stunning part. Moises Ballesteros over two. Miguel Fabrizio over two. Reggie Preciado one for two with a walk and a single. Jason Santana. 0 for 2 with a walk and a strikeout. Nice to see the walk. Frank Hernandez, 1 for 3. Nice to see Liam Spence. Boy, he just haven't been, he, he has not been hitting as a pro yet. He needs to get back home and get resettled and do do something in the Arizona Fall League. He just hasn't been hitting very much. Um oh pitching end. Oh, that's good news. That's good news. You'll like to see you'll like to hear that. Michael McAveen, two and a third innings, one hit. No runs, no walks, three strikeouts, 33 pitches, 22 strikes, aces. That's that's fantastic news. Uh, Daniel Palencia, inning and two-thirds, three hits, three runs, three earned, two walks, three strikeouts, three wild pitches. Not great news. Uh, 36 pitches, 22 strikes. Palencia, I completely dig his future. Um, Didn't have a good outing today. Oh, well, stuff happens. Luis Devers who is quite well-respected by quite a few people the Cubs organization. Three innings, three hits, two runs, two earned, no walks, two strikeouts. Devers is Rule 5 eligible, and, oh, geez, I think he pitched a little tiny bit at uh, Myrtle Beach in low A this year, so I I don't think there's any chance that he will get selected. Um, But at some point on down the line, he will probably be considered for uh, Rule 5 consideration, and Cubs will probably have, have to end up uh, hanging on to him on the rule f- uh, on the 40-man roster to keep him at some point. Um, yeah, a li- little bit of news. Visit, visit the cover reporter. Visit the cover reporter. Arizona Field will ap- occasionally have stuff in there, and when it is there, Check it out, read it, value it, value it, because it's absolutely a godsend having someone who is as knowledgeable and as capable at writing and is good at scouting and all that kind of stuff as Arizona Phil. Absolutely treasure everything he puts out because... um, He provides something very few other... I, I don't know that there are a whole lot of other organizations that have somebody basically planted in the city going over to watch all of the um, compound league games, all the com- uh, back, back, uh, backfield stuff. Arizona Phil is fantastic, and I very much enjoyed getting to know him his two time, my two times I was out at... Um, instructs. Hey, I try to provide you value in this podcast. Hopefully I'm doing that. 
And if I am, feel free to share a podcast with a friend. Um, hit like, hit share, hit subscribe, hit all that kind of stuff. And um, yeah, there, e- either through Anchor or through Patreon, my writing account. You can also drop a drop a couple of whatever's in the jar as far as contributions. Um, I'm trying. I hope I'm providing you value. And if I do, I appreciate you thinking about providing some support. Um, Let me see. Since we're here, and since I know there's another game recently, Arizona Phil's Corner. I know they lost a couple days ago. In a game when Arizona Phil articles. Oh, let's try this other one. Rockies rock too heavy for the Cubs to lift. This was Wednesday, another game when the Cubs played against the Rockies. But on Thursday, again, as Arizona Phil mentioned, the game between the two teams was called off because the Rockies didn't have any pitchers. Uh, So this is from Wednesday. Uh, Rockies 2021 second-round draft pick. Hear that again? 2021 second-round draft pick getting work in the Instructs League. Joe Rock hurled four innings of no-run, no-run, uh, no one-hit ball. Rockies 2021 10th-round draft pick Zach Kakaska belted an RBI triple. And Rockies 2021 sixth-round pick. So many 2021 picks. 2021 picks. 21, 2021 picks. That's what you're going to get a whole lot of in the Arizona League. Uh, this that uh, The game Wednesday, Cubs lost 7-3. to Felix Stevens clubbed a moonshot home run high over the left field fence. And Luis Verdugo drilled a two-run single to account for the only three Cubs runs. Felix Stevens and James Triantos are now tied for the AZIL Cubs leading home runs with two apiece. Matt Mervis and Ezekiel Pagan have hit one each. Uh, Let's see, they've hit six home runs in 15 games. Miguel, Miguel Fabrizio hit a home run in the only blue-red intra-squad scrimmage so far. Uh, that game, Louis, uh, James Triantos won for four, a single. Uh, let's see, who else? Uh, Mervis won for four with a double and a run scored. Luis Verdugo won for three, two RBI single. Uh, looking at Stevens, a home run. And the pitching side, Cohen Moreno, who <laughs> had mistakenly been listed as having been the pitcher a couple days ago. It was actually Cohen Moreno this time. Uh, 17 pitches, 12 strikes. Gave up a run in an inning. No worries. He got to pitch. Bailey Horn, two innings, one hit. No runs, one walk, no walks, one strikeout. Bailey Horn is better than this level. He should do well. He did do well. Good to see. Uh, Nicholas Padilla who was a minor league rule five draft pick from the Rays last year, one inning, one walk. He had a whole bunch of injury concerns this year. Sheldon Reed on Hell Gonzalez Martinez. Gonzalez Martinez, two innings pitch, three hits, two runs, two earned, one walk, one strikeout, one wild pitch, one grounded into double play. Giovanni Cabrera, one inning, four hits, three runs, three earned. Ouch. 23 pitches, 13 strikes. It wasn't even the walks either. He just got hit hard. 
Um, not really a whole lot to add from there. But yeah, check out the Cub Reporter. If Arizona Phil tosses something in there, it's probably worth reading. It's probably worth knowing. It's probably worth paying attention to. Um, hmm. Anything else? Owen Casey. Do, 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 do. Anything else? Anything else? No, okay. That's about it. But yeah, when uh when Arizona Phil posts something, just read it. You know, there, there might not be anything. It's it's kind of like if uh if you have a multi-layered story, like you know one of those spy novels going on kind of a thing, and you have the one thing that's going on in the U.S. and you have the one angle that's going on in Russia. You have the two people who I don't know who they are, but I imagine they're going to work their way into the story sometime. And you have the one bank robbery that's going on that doesn't seem even remotely related. You have like five or six subplots going on. And then eventually at the end, they all kind of come together. Um, with checking into Arizona Phil, he's going to have some stuff that it might not be right up your immediate cup of tea alley right away, but knowing about James Triantos, knowing about how Cohen Moreno is doing, knowing how Luis Devers is advancing. These are steps along the path, steps along the way. And Arizona Phil is frankly the best way to find out the information because he's the guy that's there watching it. He's watching, he knows what's going on, and he has a few sources to boot. Thanks for stopping by Pre-Arb Excellence. I'll have another podcast up soon as circumstances warrant. I'll attempt to have that worth your time as well. Be safe. Go Cubs. Go and look for a couple articles in the next couple of days from me on Bleed Cubby Blue. Have a great day.